reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Teach and urge these duties. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching which accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit. He knows nothing. He has a morbid craving for controversy and for disputes about words which produce envy, dissension, slander, base suspicions and wrangling among men who are depraved in mind and bereft of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. There is great gain in godliness with contentment, for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and hurtful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evils, 
It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced their hearts with many pangs. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Aim at righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. The word of the Lord. Happy are the spirit. This is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are the poor in spirit. This is the kingdom of heaven. Why should I fear in either days? The malice of the forces around me. Men who trust in their wealth and boast of the vastness of their riches. How happy are the poor in spirit, this is the kingdom of heaven. For no man can buy his own ransom or pay a price to God for his life. The ransom of his soul is beyond him. He cannot buy life without end, nor avoid coming to the grave. Happy are the poor in spirit. This is the kingdom of heaven. Then do not fear when a man grows rich, when the glory of his house increases. He takes nothing with him when he dies. His glory does not follow him below.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus went through its cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women, who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called the Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna the wife of Cusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna and many others, who provided for them out of their means. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Paul is full of advice to Timothy, his helper, and here he gives Timothy personal advice and he begins with a warning against false teachers. He tells Timothy that he must be constantly nourished by sound doctrine and must keep himself in training. And in the Gospel passage, St. Luke lists certain women who accompanied Jesus, Mary Magdalene, Joanna and Susanna, and we see them providing for the community, serving. But turning today to today's feast of Hildegard of Bingham, we have a remarkable woman of the 12th century, it was Pope Benedict XVI who extended her liturgical cult to the entire Catholic Church in a process known as equivalent canonization. And on the 7th of October in 2012, named her a Doctor of the Church in recognition of her holiness of life and the originality of her teaching. Hildegard was an abbess, a writer, a composer, and was educated by a well-known recluse named Juta Adisenberg, and then entered the neighboring Benedictine convent becoming its abbess in 1136. But from a young age, she claimed unusual spiritual experiences and was credited with foreseeing the future. She lived in a troubled time and played the part of a sort of prophetess he corresponded with four popes, two emperors, and King Henry II of England, as well as St. Bernard. And she moved her community to Rupensburg, near Bingham, and here she built a large convent, and from there it was that she promulgated her oracles and revelations.
She wrote much, composed many writings, and these, some of these were dedicated to monks who turned them into Latin. And the most studied of these was called Shivyas, an apocalyptic work full of denunciations of wickedness and warning of wrath to come. And these were expressed in symbolic and allegorical terms. But she also wrote works on the Gospels, the Rule of St. Benedict, a book on natural science, and another on the human body and its ailments. And as if this wasn't enough, she invented a language, a mixture of German and Latin. She found time to visit many places in Germany to deliver the fruits of her visions. And in recent years, her music has gained critical praise and popularity. Well, she was a remarkably gifted woman, and her influence extended well beyond the cloister. May we draw strength and inspiration from Hildegard. bishops, priests and deacons. May they bring the good news to those entrusted to their care in a spirit of love and understanding. Lord, hear us. For ourselves, may we listen to God's invitation and may we have the courage to proclaim the good news to the world through the holiness of our lives and the commitment of our service. Lord, hear us. For Benedictine nuns, may the Father watch over them and be their guide in times of difficulty. Lord, hear us. For those who have died recently, especially those known to us. May they find the risen Lord to be their help and their shield. Lord, hear us. In prayer we turn to Mary, the help of all Christians, as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. 
listen to the prayers of your humble servants and to grant them out of your infinite mercy and compassion. We make them as we make all our prayers through Christ our Lord. Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we proclaim your wonders, O Lord, in the Virgin, Blessed Hildegard, we humbly implore your Majesty that as her merits are pleasing to you, so too our dutiful service may find favour in your sight. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For in the saints who consecrated themselves to Christ for the sake of the kingdom of heaven, it is right to celebrate the wonders of your providence by which you call human nature back to its original holiness and bring it to experience on this earth the gifts you promise in the new world to come. And so, with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Amen. 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven. And as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your Church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may attain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saint Hildegard, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. 
May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the order of bishops for the clergy and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to, these, to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. For our departed brothers and sisters and for all who were pleasing to you as they are passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. The Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant a peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Renewed by partaking of this divine gift, we pray, O Lord our God, that by the example of blessed Hildegard, bearing in our body the death of Jesus, we may strive to hold fast to you alone, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. <laughs>